Welcome to the podcast of Spirit Life Revival Ministries, an apostolic prophetic mission-based ministry headquartered in Accra, Ghana. A church family with a vision to possess and teach the world that all things are possible through the preaching of the word of faith. Join us on this journey of discovery as we delve into the timeless teachings of our faith and share inspiring stories from God's word. This podcast is designed to uplift your spirit and deepen your relationship with God to help you pursue and walk in your divinely assigned purpose. Together, let's embark on the transformative and enlightening experience as we navigate the intersections of faith, life, and the supernatural. And now, today's message. Genesis chapter 1. In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. So God started creating the heaven and the earth and laid a foundation for what man would need in order to live an impactful, successful, enviable life on earth. And God said, before man will come, Let us make everything that man will need available. That's why most times when a woman is pregnant, within that period of pregnancy, everything that is done is in preparation and anticipation of a new life. What she ate, visiting the hospital, taking care of herself, buying the things that the new baby would need. And at times you don't even know how the baby will wait, but you want to make sure you get everything. You don't know the kind of food the baby will like, but your breast milk is ready because within it is everything that the baby will need. Then in the verse 26 of Genesis chapter 1, the Bible said, And God said, 
let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now, this is where the power of creativity was unleashed. That everything you see I have created, man, you can look at them, copy them, imitate them, and bring one out of your mind into the ethereum. So you find out that there is an animal that is on the sea. You call it a ship. You call it a boat. You can give it all kinds of names. When God was speaking, God wanted man to see that even though there are things I have created inside the sea, when you see them, you can have a revelation to create your own. So the ship was not manufactured by God. Then he's talking about things that creep upon the earth. We are talking about all kinds of transportation on our roads. And so God is so creative. And that's why if you are connected to this great God, you must be creative. If you are not tapping into your creative ability, you are living below God's best for you. There is something that God has for you. He said the fowl in the air. All this airplane, some people saw it. Now, when some of them were trying to pull it out of their mind, because people could see their face, people could see their physique, but they could not see what was on their mind, they termed it impossible. Now, anything that your mind can capture, your eyes can see it. If only you can see it with the eyes of your mind, then your physical eyes is ready to see it manifestation. There is no way you will see your baby on your lap. And a medical report can deny that baby from being in your womb, irrespective of what they have said. There is something strong here that when here begins to work, everything must work. You know, when someone suffers stroke, it starts here. But you see the manifestation in the body. Tonight, I speak upon someone's life. May someone's mind begin to work. That's why when you become born again and you go to church, don't leave your mind at home. Whatever I say, investigate it. Am I talking to you? Am I talking to you? Well, are you blessed so that if you are blessed, then we can just... Thank you, Holy Spirit. Verse 27. So God created man in his image. There was no animal there that God used. So all those saying those things, forget about them. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. 
So man is not man or the male is no more important than the female. And the female is no more important than the male. There is no battle. It is when people forget who they are, what they have, what they can do. That is when they begin to fight. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Verse 28. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So my brother, when God created man, God did not curse them. God did not wish them. What God did when man was created was that God blessed them. Look at somebody and say, God has blessed you. Or tell somebody you are blessed by the Lord. Now, when God blessed man, man did not have a car. So that means the blessings of God is not in the car you drive. When God blessed man, man had not attained uh, uh, seven degrees. So the blessings of God is not in the function of the school you attended or the school you could not attend. When God blessed man, man did not have a wife. So the blessing of the Lord is not in whether you are married or you are single. God blessed them. Man was not wearing an attire. So it is not the outward appearance that determine the blessings of God. And this morning I want to confirm and to let someone know you are blessed by God. No matter where you are, you are blessed by God. But God said, with this blessing I have given to you, go and be fruitful. Go and multiply. So God will give you the seed you must multiply. Until you multiply that seed, nothing works in your life. So we find now God is the architect who created the heaven, who created the earth. And function everything to operate according to his detect or his instructions or his principles. So God began to teach us that for everything to work in life, it must work according to instruction. It must work according to principle. That's why all of life revolves around principles. Everything about life revolves around principle. So for example, if I take this bottle of water and I throw it, it will not stay up. It will come down. Now that is the principle that God has created. If I go to America and I take this same bottle and I throw it up, it will come down. When I go to my room and I throw this same thing, it will come down. So what will bring you to the place of success is not your skin color. It's not even the school you attended. It's your, in your ability to abide, operate, and 
and obey certain principles in life. Am I talking to somebody this morning? So God is not a God of emotion. God is a God of principle. Say God is a God of principle. What is principle? A principle is a fundamental truth or a preposition that serves as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior for a chain of reasoning. A principle is a fundamental truth or preposition that serves as the foundation for the system of belief or behavior for a chain of reason. So everything you see, it is working by principle. My mobile phone works by a principle. The microphone works by a principle. Even though they are all working by principle, there is a certain principle that makes a mobile phone to work. And there is a certain principle that makes a microphone to work. There is a principle of relating with people. Now, the principle that a husband has to use to relate with the wife, he must not necessarily use the same principle to relate with children. Am I talking to somebody? If you use the same principle to relate with children, it will cause problems. So, whenever you see poverty, poverty is a violation of financial principle. Whenever you see delay, delay is a violation of the principle of speed. Whenever you see sicknesses and disease, they are a sign of violation of health instruction. So, for example, when I was a bit younger, my, my tummy was very flat. Yeah, I cannot testify by myself. Because I know myself, I don't need anyone. But, but as I started growing, I, I, I knew, I, I, I knew my, my wife was attracted to me when she saw me. That guy is that, wow. And I'm sure that the day she saw me, she said, wow, what a guy. And maybe she said, in her mind, I love this guy. And she licked her lips. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I know something people will not confess, but I'm sure that that's what happened. Yeah, hallelujah. And my, my flat tummy was really flat. But my brothers and sisters, as I began to grow, and um, by, by indiscipline, eating at a time I should not eat, not visiting the gym, I, I have gone there several times with my PA. But at a point I realized that this thing can kill a man. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I've even done 90 days, six packs to leg. I did all of that. And, and no, nothing showed. So, when you see this small 21st century pregnancy, it is a sign of eating late. It's a sign of not visiting the gym. If I want this thing to go, it will not go by miracle. Your miracles are divine intervention for a time. And don't live your life on miracles. Live your life by principles. Even miracles follow divine principles. Am I talking to somebody? 
So if I want to have my flat tummy back, there are things I need to do. And if I start doing these things, I will see the function working for me. And somebody, I'm just telling you by this uh, pr proclamation, it is time to work on your health. Oh, what do you think, my brother? Yeah. So I, I'm talking this morning on the subject, the prophetic, prophetic principles for succeeding in life. Prophetic principles for succeeding in life. So I've told you, number one, principles are universal. Number two, principles don't respect persons. So principle does not respond to who is doing it. That's why when we become a people of principle, our nation will grow. For example, as a pastor, you find out that you can't choose who to love. In fact, as a human being, love must be part of your life. Because you cannot claim to love the God you can't see and hate the people you see. And there are people who have messed me up. And they are still members of the church. And they will not leave. And you have to love them. Because as long as you are in that position, you must not function according to emotion. You must function according to principle. Someone deserves an offer. You have to go through the laid down procedure, not by I like him, I don't like him. Well, we'll come there another time. So, principles are universal. Principles are not respectful of persons. Number three, when you follow principles, you can predict the outcome. Whenever you follow principle, you can predict the outcome. If every day I am, um, what example? Okay, for example, if I drink water, I am safe. If I drink poison, you don't need prophet to tell me what will happen. If I have any substance that is poisonous and kill that fast, when I take it, I don't need anyone to tell me where I will end. When you start saving and start investing, we can predict the outcome. When every money that comes your way, you want to use it to dress, use it to travel, you want to have all kind of fun, we can predict the outcome. When you make time for your family, make time for your wife, make time for your husband, we can predict the outcome. When you make time to go to school, we can predict the outcome. When you make time and decide not to go to school, we can predict the outcome. When you decide to be industrious, diligent with your work, we can predict the outcome. When I jump, I can predict the outcome. The, as long as I have jumped, I will come down. So my name is Bernard El Bernard, and I believe I'm anointed. I believe I'm a prophet of God. I believe God has called me. I don't know what you believe anyway. Now, with all that I believe, when I jump, I'll come down. Mr. Sean, get up. So what you see, if this man, very intelligent man, a married man, an entrepreneur, a man who is very intelligent, this guy is something else. 
want to see if he jump, whether he will come back or will stay. Please jump and let's see. So, the things you are doing, we know how you end up. The things you are doing, we know how you end up. So, take your seat for me. Now, the next thing I want to tell you is that everything that is made, everything that is created, is created to succeed. Whatever you see manufactured, whatever you see created, whatever you see made, is made, is manufactured so that it will succeed. No one manufactures a microphone so that there will be defect. The manufacturer's glory is in what he has manufactured. And so the manufacturer wants to make sure that whatever I have made will be able to accomplish this principle or this purpose. And in the accomplishment of the purpose is where success lies. Am I talking to somebody? Who will buy a phone that the phone cannot do the work of a phone? What is the value of a car that cannot move? It's another coffin that has squeezed under it. So if God created you, one of God's intent is so that you will succeed. God never created you to fail. God created you to be like him. God created you to function like him. God created you so you can be a direct representation of him on the earth realm. As a matter of fact, you are an ambassador. You represent God on the earth realm. When you live here and you meet the atheists, you meet the Buddhists, you meet all kinds of people, you are supposed to represent God. But the question is, when you live here, what do you represent? As a member redeemed by Jesus Christ, you represent Jesus in your business front. You represent Jesus with your, when you are with your friend. Wherever you go in your community, you represent Jesus. But are you sure you were a good representative of Jesus? Am I talking to somebody? If you are a member of this family, you rep also represent spirit life. How do you represent us? So everything was made to succeed. Now, one of the things that will bless you has to do with the power of the prophetic. Because God himself is prophetic. And I, I will show you. So the first principle I want to share with you, number one, is the prophetic principle of placing demand on the word of God. The prophetic principle of placing demand on the word of God. Now, everything we see God created came out of declaration. Everything we see God has made came out from speaking. So, the glory of words is the answer to the solution of people. That's why when someone goes on a research, a scientific discovery, those scientific discovery will be documented. It shows you the place of words in the affairs of men. There is nothing that functions outside of words. 
whether documented words or spoken words. You will never know what is a sin or what is illegal than what the constitution has said. So, the words, your actions is regulated by words in Ghana. So, if you are in Ghana, you can't do what you want to do. You will do what the word says you should do. Am I talking to somebody? Understand that words carry power. So, every time words are declared, power is released. How do we, we see power? We see power in the change of things. So, this microphone carries power. That's why you can hear me. If I put it on. Means there is no power. So words carry power. Osof Evans get up. It carries power. What has happened? Now words attract and pull things into being. Osof Evans come. So I have taken him from one place into another place. You receive your job by words. What made you the head of department is the word you receive. How did you know you have money in your account? It was because of the text message you received or the bank statement. Am I talking to somebody? So what are so powerful? In the physical realm, in the spiritual realm. Also, events go back. See me controlling his life with words. This morning I speak in the name of Jesus. And I control your destiny with the words of Christ. Anything that does not work up to now, I command it to begin to function in Jesus' name. Words also change life. It can change your position. When a judge sits in authority, his words can either make you free or you'll be convicted and you'll be sentenced. It will show you the power of words at the right place. It changes things. Am I talking to somebody? And words also reveal what is in people's heart. If you want to know what is in people's heart, listen to what they say. Listen to what they say about people. You will know. When someone comes to you trying to destroy someone to you, you know what is in the person's heart. Do you know it? So words are powerful. So God used words to pull the earth and the heaven into being. And God is prophetic. The Bible says, God said, let us make man. Man was made. The Bible said, God said, let there be light. Light came up. So one of the glory you need to understand is the glory of the prophetic. But many understand the prophetic, but many don't place a demand on the prophetic. And there are some of you here, since we started this convention, you have never attended. I mean like... And I'm asking a lot of questions. I'm asking a lot of questions. There are some, we even gave permission to minister to people online. And I cannot count the number of people who came, over 50 people. Eh? I sat down from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. I sat down ministering to people online. And I could count the names of people in this church. Then he said, why don't they prophesy about me? So you realize that you yourself, you are not serious. And when they tell you, you say you get angry. 
and you think your pastor is one of the pastors who is afraid or who get angry. I'm, I'm the pastor who preached the truth. If the truth angers you, it's your own problem. If the truth causes you to leave the church, it's your own problem. If the truth makes you to stay, it's still your own problem. That is the end of the day. Then you go and talk, ha, ah, we have become, they have no prophecy. You realize you are not even serious in the first place. So one of the things I don't want to hear after the 30 days to hear, I did not receive a word. We gave you a room. Call, book for your Zoom. You did not book. So what do you have to complain about? Nothing. So it shows that you don't even respect. You don't even honor. And as I, I sit down and I begin to hear of some of the strange things that happened, I ask a lot of questions. That God, what happened? How could... No, you shared a story with me last week. Uh, no, Friday. One of our members. And it's so... And I'm asking God a lot of questions. Is that something I should have done? Is that something he should have done? What, what really went wrong? And that's me. When something happened to my member, I want to ask a lot of questions. What happened? I heard that the auntie came from the, the village to see the daughter. And as she came, the auntie died. And as the auntie died, put the auntie here, they are preparing to go back so that they can carry the body for the funeral. And it was Saturday they were going to, Saturday they were going to have, on their way, they had an accident. And, and how many people died? Five died, including the daughter that died. My brother, you'll be walking around with your mouth. You don't know the people who are telling the nonsense where they go. You have no idea. There are people sitting, you don't know where they go. I, I am a pastor who deals with all kinds of people. And when I hear it, it shocks me. And when I see, so God give you the prophetic to give you an access. And you are playing with the prophetic. Come. Give him microphone. Let him tell, let him tell you something. You were traveling where? Yes, please. I was traveling to Volta region for my stepmom's funeral last what week. What day were you leaving? Wednesday. I, I wanted to leave night. Mm -hmm. And where were you on that Wednesday? Yes, we were done with service when I was going home with you. And what did I tell you? What you, did you, say? You, you told me while we were approaching home that, Osovo, do you want to leave this night? And I said, yes. Then you told me that, yes, I saw your car you were going with had been attacked by armed robbers. You don't want to lose me as you stay till the next morning. I said, no matter how urgent it is, that you have to be there the next morning by 6 a.m. Mara, this is what I have seen. Don't go here, sir. Don't go. Sir, don't go. Because you are very important to me. And I don't want to lose you. So, sir, don't go. What happened, sir? So, the next morning, I, I mean, I wanted to leave around 4 a.m. so that I can get there early enough. I did so not mind him. What time did that religion? I kept calling you for 5 a.m., 6 a.m. But you couldn't come down. You came down around 9 something, which I thought was too late for me, but... When you go, what happened later on? Tell them. Yeah, what so whilst where I mean, Papa came down and he, you know, he finally released me to go. Whilst I was on my way going to the village, a guy who sat by me uh, pulled out his phone, and then he showed to me that I should look. Uh, a car, a car had been attacked by armed robbers on that same stretch going to Ho going to Hohoi. Now, a woman, a woman that the armed robbers attacked, the armed robbers took. Uh, a black politic bag that contains an item. 
But after the armed robbers ran away with the polity bag, they got to realize that there was nothing important in the polity bag. So they came back and shot the woman dead. So you want me to lose my pastor? This man here is like a mighty gift to me. One of the reasons that make him a mighty gift has to do with my relationship with him. If you are looking for a man of God who is a Christian, apart from my senior pastor and the wife, this man here is a Christian. Me, I relate with people who I can tell you, this man, Prophet Isaac Akole, is a Christian. This man is a Christian. I want to visit Prophet Yawano. We have never met him before. I was meeting them Isaac Akoli. And I remember what he said. This man is your armor bearer. I said, wow. Wow. So when God gave me that word, I said, Lord, I have a physical confirmation on how to relate with this man. But Lord, by this prophetic word you are brought He's more than 10,000 to me. So I said, I can't afford to lose you. And he aligned his plans according to it. Left after 9 a.m. And his life was delivered. God bless you, sir. You, even when we tell you, you mock at us. You will laugh at us. I say, oh, forget about that. Nothing will happen. And there are things you will not know. And so, when we create an atmosphere, it demonstrates our love for you. When, for example, we invite men of God, one of these, you know that, it's very expensive. We can invite one man of God to minister, and by the time he's gone, what is gone is not easy. So, naturally, I don't like inviting other men of God. Because it's very expensive to me financially. It is financially draining. But there comes a time you realize that the grace that your members need, it is this man of God who carries it. And you want to go every length to bring the man of God. That if you will not come, then you can complain. How can I be under a prophet and all this thing happen to me? Am I God? I am not God. I'm a man of God who understands who I am. And God willing, Monday, I've, I've called the man of God. I said, Prophet, I know you are busy. And I told my wife, whenever I give a call, if one of the signs that God wants me to bring a man is that no matter the time I call, the man will change things and come. And I call him and he said, Sir, I will be here. I said, Papa, thank you. I just need you because there are things I have put before God that naturally speaking, I don't know how they will happen. There are things I'm believing from God. They are too heavy. I don't know how it will happen. But I believe in that prophetic atmosphere, God can turn something around. It can hit something. There was no way Saul would have become a king. Even when the guy was told he was going to become a king, the guy began to fight it. To, to fight it. But by the prophetic, there was no way Mary could have become pregnant. When the angel told her, she said, how would this thing happen? By the prophetic. 
So we are going to say, sir, I want to become, I'm a prophet, oh, but I know when there is an anointing that will help us. I say, sir, he said, anything for you, I will do it. I, when I was down, sitting down with my wife, I say, wow, he's coming. Then I call another man of God. He said, I am flying out on, on Tuesday. I say, sir, I need you. He said, I will change everything. He's flying out to the United Kingdom. I will change everything and I will make sure I come. So I booked two men of God for you. Do this week, don't come. Go and eat abete. Go and eat kokonte. He said, I'm going to mention different food. Go and eat bangkok like some people they like bangkok. Like, 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 like there's somebody I know in my house. Eh? If you give you bangkok at 3 a.m., my brother, hey, sit down. Go and sit down. Who said, I brought us already? Come on, go and sit down. <laughs> Say amen. amen. Ah, you preach it back home. Walk back home and the sound. Say amen. amen. You can't go to parliament and be moving on the floor like that. What are you going to do? Say amen. In the house of God, there must be order. No be so. Small boy, but every SSO say JHS name name rough 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 rough. What people do that? They are very. It's very bad, though. Like we used to have a member in Prophet Samuel's branch. Every time the word is being preached, he's going to carry chair. I said, "This guy, you people. And some people are not prophetic. They will not understand." As I know what I'm saying, some of the things when I tell you, you will not believe because what they look is dedication. Go and look at the heart. The heart for your dedication. I said, this guy, let him sit down. And I said, so he's hard working. I said, no. Let him sit down. It's the word that must change. Do you know what happened finally? When someone leaves to church on Wednesday, the guy will call. Woo! Oh, as from someone left, so yeah, then I'm coming. We go from someone's house and rob. Yes, ask. They will return every Wednesday and they have been robbed. Everywhere and they have been robbed. And they did not know. And the person will not break it, will open the door, has made a key. Yes. That's why I don't like people with activity without the word. Went on like that. One day, someone's money. I think the one I brought money, the guy took everything. And when they caught the guy, they were surprised. So, Uba Soratinasi. Sister I want to prepare some soup for Jesus. He will never forget in his life. Now, Sister Kosha Kitchen. This sister went into it's the Bible and began to prepare the food. Oh, yeah. No, I'll a punch you or a virgin. Yes, sure. It's a One of them was listening to the word of God. Now, sister, I'm not food there. Jesus said, You worry yourself about many things. When you come to church, eh, don't worry yourself about many things. Just receive the word and go. 
Say amen. amen. Is that not gospel? Yeah. And if you're a pastor, don't be afraid to tell the truth. When they insult you, cry, maka, maka. Is it the truth? So I'm not so I'm inviting you tonight. It hurts me when outsiders come and you don't come. That's the truth. In case you don't know. As your pastor, this is the 21st day. I have not missed even one day. The second, I've been coming throughout all. Today, I've been coming throughout. Yeah. And you see, and most of the time, oh, I will be done ministering. And I will, because some of the needs of the people, people are standing between life and death. Some are standing going to jail for life. And as you hear a story, you realize, Lord, can you announce several people who can help? Sometimes I will leave here at 2 a.m., 1 a.m., and my wife will be awake waiting for me. Yeah, to come. And at times, I'm, 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 I get worried. You see, so when you sleep early and you sleep, uh, you see, it makes you very young. And I need to enjoy my wife for a long time. So when I look, I say, God, show me what to do. Say amen. Or what do you think? I have just, hey, I have 10 minutes to close, so let me close. Why? If I give you short, short, I take it like that. I don't like short, short. So the scripture is Genesis 1 3, and God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Number two, the prophetic principle of discovering your life assignment. Everything is created for and with a purpose. And the glory of everything is in its ability to do what it was made to do. To the prophetic principle of discovering your life assignment. Who are you? What are you here on earth? What can you do? I found the answer to this question on the 31st of May, 2002. I don't envy anyone. No one intimidates me. I don't care about what happens to anyone. Because when you are working in the center of your purpose, jealousy is not your name. I don't jealous anyone. I don't have time. I can promote anything I want. Because I know what I can do. I know I've discovered my life assignment. But one of the signs that you have not discovered, or you have discovered and you are not pursuing, or you have discovered and you are pursuing, but you are not pursuing it passionately, is envy. Envy. I don't know what happens in town. All I know is what God has called me to do. Giving what God has given. Full attention. And you see the passion with which I do what God has called me to do. I carry it with passion. And since that God called me, I have done it with that passion. So find out. Life becomes meaningless with that discovering of your purpose. Life has no meaning. This, the beauty of this microphone is not in the design. It's in its ability to do the work of a microphone. So we will throw this microphone away if it cannot do the work of a microphone. People will throw you away if you cannot function. What is the use of a mechanic who cannot solve one mechanical problem? When you discover your purpose... You don't envy. Why must the medical doctor be worried 
that everyone who have a legal issue is going to the lawyer. It means the doctor doesn't know why he's here. Ah, you what? Selling spare part. Some people are selling onions. If you see someone going to buy onions, you know the person doesn't need you. So as a pastor, there are people I know I can't pastor. I can't pastor you. There are several people. And there are people I've spoken with privately and I've told you, I'm not sure I can be your pastor. Why don't you look for the pastor who can pastor you? But if I pass, I will frustrate you. I don't have the grace. And there are people I can pastor. So I want to pastor the people I can pastor. That's why when people leave the church, I don't care. But I care anyway. Because I'm a good shepherd. Do you get me? But there are people, you know, no matter what, you talk to them. My brother this, my sister this. They say they want to go. Okay. Abide, right, okay. Away. As you go, don't fight me. Because if you fight me, I will fight you. Say amen. So, to discover your purpose, go to God. Because God is a manufacturer. The purpose of this product is not in this product. It's in the manufacturer's intent. Go to God. If you go to God, you will find it. To discover your purpose, look at what you do without struggle. What are the things you do without struggle? Sister, you like talking. You can talk. What are you doing at the banking hall? What are, what are you doing at the There is no banking in you. I read banking and finance from the University of Ghana. If I'm even counting 10,000 Ghana cities, it will end up being 11,000 or 8,500. So I look at myself and say, brother, there is no banking in you. Ah, you are someone who easily get irritated. You don't belong to the medical field. You, you don't, don't become a nurse. People come, you are shouting at them. That is not where you are. It is a, a calm number of a nurse. You have no compassion for the sake. And come now, the age, you know. Discover your purpose and stop. You. Someone is in pain already. You are, you are, you are, you are doing what? What is that? An usher who cannot smile. Every time. Last Friday was so. I told Prophet Samuel, Prophet Samuel, I want you smile a lot. Man of God is born. I say, hey, man of, even me, I'm scared. Or anymore. <laughs> hey, I said, man of God, smile. Hey, I look at him. I say, this man of God, there's a problem with smile. Also, you can't smile. Also, you say, me, I, I, I can't take. You can't take as an usher. But that doesn't mean you have to abuse usher. If you know their purpose, you will not abuse them. Because, because when you have not discovered your purpose, you think others have not discovered their purpose. So you want to frustrate people. Sit here. I won't sit down. What is that? So the things you do without struggle. What are the things you are... Okay, so let me move on. I'm not, I'm not teaching about Number three. So Genesis 2.28, And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. So God put man in the center of his purpose. Number three of building and protecting value, a valuable relationship. Everything also works by relationship. No matter how intelligent you are, you did not give back to yourself. No matter how prophetic and anointed you are, you can't see your back. Try it and see. 
I'm, 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 but someone can see my back for me. So when I'm looking at this direction, I don't know what is behind me. I will need someone. So that the part of the reason why God gives us relationship is for multiplication, is for protection. That's why anyone who calls himself a friend, who can easily sit down for others to talk bad about you, is not a friend. It's an enemy disguised as a friend. Everyone has weaknesses. Me as your pastor, I have five major weaknesses. Say five. Yeah, I know. So don't tell me. I know already. What you're about to tell me, I know. One of my major weaknesses is anger. My second major weakness is that when I take an action, it is very hard for me to leave it. Yeah. Like this week, I fought with another man of God. Am I happy? Yes, I'm happy. Because some of you don't know some of this principle, so you talk by heart. See? Hey, ask him. He had blocked me on Facebook, blocked me on WhatsApp. Listen to me. I protect valuable relationship. I don't care about what you think. I protect what has blessed me. I protect what I believe in. People don't build their according to purpose. So you can sit down. If your father is an arm robber, don't you know? Do you need another person to tell, ah, your father is an arm robber. You, you don't need it. You are not a good son. You are not. We are not saying, don't say it. Speak the truth. Don't attack people. If you attack, we will attack you. And I will show you from scripture. You don't, I, I, you, you sit down and, and when I hear things, so, so I hear things and I get surprised. I say, are you people friends? Someone told me, I built a business and the business began to do well. I have done this. I, I, somebody bought me this number of, of integrated drugs. And I was doing well in business. I had five of them working. And I, and I brought a friend. The pain people are going through. Eh? Because the people we call for are not friends. They are waiting for you to be crushed. But you don't know. And you can protect the ones that are genuine. And I brought my friend into the business. And my friend has destroyed everything. The contact I have, he has taken. And now look at me, man of God. Another man had a business, supply oil all over. His friend can speak French. Brought his friend on board. You have been without job for years. And the salary I'm going to give you is about 10 times the former salary the guy was earning. And the guy came in, introduced him to all the contacts. And what did this guy do? He went behind his friend, spoiled him to all the contacts, took all the business. The guy lost everything. As a prophetic principle of building and protecting, to build relationship will cost you. To build relationship with Jesus Christ, it will cost you. It will cost me as a pastor. There are things I like, oh. But because I want to build relationship with Jesus, Jesus is telling me those things, they are sins. I tell them, I look, I say, Jesus, this, wow. I tell me, build relationship, invest in relationship, help relationship, build people. God gave Adam Eve 
to build that relationship, to protect that relationship. When Eve could not protect her relationship with Adam, Adam lost everything. God has spoken to them. Between me and the devil, whom must you obey? You know, here, doing things with emotions. I've told you, anybody who fight Bishop Dag, me, I will come out. If you are not comfortable, I've told you, I'm not here to do things that people call. I'm doing things that are scriptural. Build and protect valuable relationship. So like this man, I saw, he insulted me all over. And I went, and, and I said, me, and I saw, he was telling people, I've said this. And uh, you are coming against me. I said, okay, so this man will want discussion. I said, okay, let me send a message. We start discussing. And as I looked, I saw he had already insulted me. I said, okay, regret. I entered his inbox. Made the prophetic, made the firm And I dare him, Pastor Jacob Honey, 57 old man, I'm telling you, you think I'm afraid? I've told you here. 57, he, does, he doesn't have sense. I said, sir, let go on Facebook. Let go and let us. You say I'm fake. I don't know. You say I'm fake. I don't respond. I don't know because people might say, I don't know that I'm original. I don't know. So, so I don't know. But if it's not original, it is fake. So same I'm fake. There are things that does not bother me. Let go live. I've given you names. Respond to the names I've given you. Let go live and let me show you things. Your wife doesn't know who you are. Let me, let, let's, when you go live, as we are live, and let's talk. So we discuss the issues you have raised. Then when we are done, we switch to the prophetic. You said, okay, were you not there? You said, okay, we'll go live. I said, thank you, sir. I like people like that. So 11 p.m., he said, no. 11.30. I said, okay, that, that's okay. Then you, you quite say, my wife has the address. That's my wife. Listen to me. I said, I would never have known how to pastor if there was no bishop that. Yes. I would never have known. So where, where is my stand? Issues will come up. When issues come up, discuss issues. Don't attack personalities. If you attack personalities, or if you, you speak about your issue, I want to speak about my issue. But don't get angry because you, this is where you are seen. You think I'm not right to say what I'm saying. And that's where the problem is. That's the problem we have. Everyone here, as a, as a member here, you have the right to believe in what I believe. So if you don't believe in what I don't have a problem with you, we can flow, we can smile. But don't think that because I don't believe in what I believe, I become an enemy. If you attack me, I will come back at you. That is my principle. So I said, do whatever. I don't care about that. But don't attack. You attacked me. I went to his inbox. And I came live. And think I'm here for popular opinion. Me, I'm dead already. I've told you I don't have a ministry. I've told you already. I, told, I died the day God called me. I never thought I would own even two pairs of shoes. I never thought I would ever get married. Because my life is a sacrifice to God. I told God, that's what I told God. You can't protect what you have. That's why I tell you, if you bring it to my wife, I won't take it easy. Say what you want to say. Don't attack it. You can write. I don't like this thing about pastor's wife. I don't like this thing about prophet. I don't have a problem. But if you move beyond your opinion to attack, 
I also move beyond opinion. The language some people understand is not teaching. When you meet the devil, it's not the time about organize a teaching program. The Bible says resist the devil, not preach to the devil. Let, let, let me preach. So, my brother, who is your friend? Where do you work? You are working in a place where people are stealing. You are quiet. You can't protect that relationship. When that company collapses, your salary will collapse. You can't protect relationship. Is that where you work? Is that where you gain your salary from? Protect the place. Legitimately. Not an illegitimate way of protecting the place. Protect the place. Protect. Build. There are people. I love them. And I understand they have weaknesses. I pray for them. I don't wish them evil. There are people. What they have done in my life is so great. I protect that relationship. But I still don't like some things about them. Does it mean that I should attack them because of... No, that is not my lifetime. I protect relationship. I have a great sense of remembrance. I protect Jesus Christ. Anything you say about Jesus, I will share my opinion. Because he saved me. How could I become an armed robber? Protect your mother. You got married. And your wife is telling you, your mother is a witch. And you say, yes, I believe. Where was your wife when your mother was feeding you? When you were going, where was your ma- wife? Hey, don't let your family come to this house. Okay, thank God. I don't know what they have done. Follow your husband and dishonor your parent. Don't come to a place of compromise. If your father has not impregnated your mother to give birth to you, will your husband have gotten you to marry as I stand here, I can never dishonor my mother-in-law. I protect that relationship with all my heart. Because because of her, I've got a wife. So if you go after her, I come after you. It is just simple. But some people don't have values. They don't have principles. They go with emotions. That is not what we are talking about. Protect. What down for? Are you sure? You love Ghana. And people are destroying Ghana and you are dead. Put in the next one. Number four. Prophetic principles of honoring your vows. When you make a vow, honor it. Honor it. Honor your vows, your marital vows, your vows to people, honor it. Your vows to God, honor it. Don't trust anybody who breaks a vow. Yeah, even if he's a pastor, like me. Like last Friday, there were a group of people I wanted to talk to, and I was tired, and it was late. And I said to them, I beg you, go home. I will call you. All of them said, no, you will not call. And I was shocked and I realized, wow. As a pastor, I don't even honor my vow. And the people must be careful of me. I'm a dangerous person. Yeah, and that's the truth. So I said to them, write your name. And they said, no, you will not call. And I realized that I immediately have to do something about when I say I will call you. 
Just I'm preaching. He said, the, the people that is why they did not come to church today. Even me, but I've received my own. After the message, I'm preaching. That the people doubted I will call. Yesterday, we went for directions. Left the house. Finished one around three something. When we left to went another place around five. Go back. When I go home, I had less than 30 minutes to go on my line. And I saw a lot of calls. I said, I can't respond. Because as I, I'm having time for them, people are calling. How do I pick up? And I said, but these people said I will never call. And I said, God, help me. So in between my life, when some of the people delay, then I will place a call. And said, Papa! I called your son. Oh, you're not the one. Enim. Enim's mother. Is Enim's mother in church? And you resemble her. I called Enim. And the guy was shocked. He said, hey, I have been calling you for months. If I don't even believe you will call, I said, I've called today. Ah, did I call you? I called you. Yeah, because I knew you were part of I called you. And he was surprised I called. David, eh? Is it David? Eric, Eric. I called. And I called all of them. So as I was coming, I realized that vowing and fulfilling it is also a prophetic principle. So, so when the politician promised us that when they come to power, this is what they will do. They should do it. Because you know that everyone knows in the last two elections, I campaigned for His Excellency, the President of Ghana. And it was based on one thing, the free SHS. That was what made me privately campaign. And I gave people more, they should go and vote. And His Excellency too has promised us that he will build the National Cathedral. That is a different issue altogether. I have my stand with the National Cathedral. I don't want to go into it now. I want to create a lot of issues because some of our NPP are NDC and we are God PP, so we don't know where, where we belong. But, but part of it was that His Excellency said that he was going to build God a temple. So at first I thought he was going to use this money. But later when I said, well, in whichever way. Yeah, that's true. I said, in whichever way, let me wait and see. So I'm waiting to see at the end of His Excellency term if he will fulfill that promise, that vow to God. And I'm telling you confidently, if when people don't, I'm telling you, that's my, me where I stand. Because me, I've already even decided where I'm going to vote the next time. Say, a pastor must not do politics. A pastor must do what? What have I said wrong in this what I'm saying? So I'm just watching. Yeah, there are vows I have vowed to my wife. I have never fulfilled them. Yeah. So I've realized I'm becoming some way. So I need to go back and look at all the vows. Am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? You vow to God, God, when you do this for me, I will do this. Go and revisit it. Don't let us become pretenders that we say things to win the heart of people and after we have received it, we change. Am I talking to somebody? The vow you made to your mother, the vow you made to your friend, 
the vow you made to your pastor. We're raising money. You vow. So let us look at our vow. So as an His Excellency, I fulfilled one of my promise, free SHS. And that was the main reason. So that one I thank God for his life. And I believe that the government that will come will also improve that policy because I think it's a brilliant one. But other areas I won't go into it so that I don't become political this morning. What do you say? Yeah. Number prophetic principle of understanding the power of instruction and having a sense of value. Have a sense of value. As a pastor, no one can confuse me about anyone, including your sins, your mistakes, all the bad things I am not. If no, listen to me. If someone say, ah, Papa said it's a lie. If, if there is anything I want to tell you by my principle, I will call you first. That my brother, this thing and death that you did, I did not like it. If you do something, and I, that's me, I won't, I, won't, I won't give it to somebody. It's not my way. I'll confront you personally. Oh, Papa is not happy with you, cry. No. Maybe the person did not see it. If I say, Stephen, take it, it's not I'm not happy. I want the right thing to be done, but happily, I'm happy with you. But if you do anything, so someone come to me, and this one I've done, this one I've done. Eh. If what you are saying is true, then can I invite this one so we'll hear this one's part too? That's me. But some of you, you can sit in the church and others can come to you and they can destroy other people to you. Do you know what they are saying? What they are saying is because maybe they have issues. It's because they, they don't want to get close to the person. And you listen. Ebeko Obina Samichirema. You read the day, my friend, you pakrono. And you mean that, and better my friend now, man, my country, keep your truth. Mama can eat asa. Yeah. Sense of value. Don't be jealous. It is not a good value system. You come to church, you do food bank, you eat the food, then you eat the food inside the church. Your sense of value is poor. You eat the food, you litter all our neighborhood. You don't have a good sense of value. Change. Change. Am I talking to somebody? Any day you saw Polly or there to obey. Then when when it flood, you say, hey, where is the government? You are the government. Sense of value. You come to and you are stealing. You don't have a good sense. So now it's very hard to entrust things into the hands of people. Because the people you have taken them to help, they go and they destroy you yourself. You are an usher and you are snatching people's husband and you think we don't know. It's because we have not asked you yet. Because when the right time is up, I will call you myself. Say amen. Are you okay? Sense of value. There are things that is part of humanity. Someone introduced you to someone, don't destroy the person. Someone gives you an offer, that's not all you can give me. Say thank you. 
someone does something for you, remember in days of difficulties, in this you have a problem with the person. Have a good sense of value. Build strong character. You, you are the traffic light. It is red. No car is coming. You look at no police. You look at no police. Then you are gone. Let, let it be possible. Let's start in church. That, that, that when I put this money here, you know it's not for you. Don't steal it. If you are taking it, it's because you are, please, I saw this here. Don't say it's a miracle. It's not a miracle. It is not a miracle. It is stealing. Am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? Someone gives you his car to drive. He says that every day make a sale of 500. And every day you make a sale of 1,500. Ah! Be truthful to yourself. Because some of the things that are announced all over, that we call miracles are not miracles. Oh, that people say, oh, why are you? Oh, yeah, do. It's because our sense of value is poor. Someone finds someone money, take to the police station or to the FM station. They are not so why are they? Why are they? In other places, they are common occurrence. But because our value system is poor, when someone becomes rich, we don't want to find out where he made the money from. All we want is to see what the best now. Let, let's do that. I think I should close. But I can't close without this point. One day I'll continue. But let me close with this point. My last point I want to close with is that the prophetic principle of loving people genuinely caring for people, helping people, and empowering people. Everyone can be difficult, but with love, everyone can be won. The, the criminal with the hardest of heart can submit to the atmosphere of love. I have seen hard people that love won them. Your wife can be won with genuine love. Your husband can be one with genuine love. Your children, the one who have gone out of the word of God, out of the norms of society. If you demonstrate, because love is the language that everyone understands. When you show people love, they will see it. Genuinely love people. Because the commandment is summarized into love God. With all your heart, love people. Do we love people? Let us love people. Pastor, love your congregation. Don't love them based on what they do. Don't love them because of what they give. Don't love them because of where they work. Love them because they are human beings. Human beings are not tools. Human beings are people to be loved. Love people. When someone comes through the door, you don't know what a person is going through. And that is what I work with every day. I don't know what someone is going through. So even when people are at fault, what motivates my action is love. Can we settle it? I told them about this pastor, I'm fighting with them. I've called them personally. Can we look at it another way? I called Bishop Kwame Ampofu yesterday. Also Bishop Kwame Ampofu. Can we look at it this way? 
can we? I'm, I'm a man who I love genuinely. I don't wish anyone evil. And let us care for people. Your mother is at the village. She's sick. Care. And most of the time, we love, we care, but we don't help. Am I talking to somebody? When it's in your power to do good, do good. When it's in your power to do good, do good, but be very careful so others don't take undue advantage of it. Am I talking to somebody? And the most important one, let us empower people. Because if we love people, we care them, we help them, we do empower them, we leave them the same. One of the desires that will let you start businesses is when you have genuine love. If you have genuine love, you start a business. Let me help my community. Let me help people. Let me provide for them. I pray for someone today. Understanding how Jesus loved us, we will love people. We will love people. As a pastor, I'm praying, Father, if there is any way my love for people is defective, help me. If there is any way I'm not caring for people, do you want to, want to love people and to care people? You don't care about their religious bias. You don't care whether they believe in your Jesus or not. Because your love for them will be a message to them. I want to close your eyes. I want to pray and tell God that God should give you grace. And God should help you. God should help you. Ah, lift up your voice, somebody. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Say something to the Lord Jesus. Say something to the Lord Jesus. There is something glorious about your life. You need to move out in that glory. You need to move in a place of love. You need to move in a place of health. You need to move in a place of empowerment. Talk to Jesus. There is a weakness that must go. As a pastor, there are sins I need to let it go. You, as a church member, there is something you need to let go. Let it go now. Let it go now. Let it go now. Somebody lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Say something to God. Say something to God. Say something to God. Let God give us the grace. Let God give us the power to love those who are difficult to be loved. Let God give you the heart to love your husband. Looking at what has happened is very hard. But move in the way of God. Don't move with emotion. It's very hard to love your wife. Do it. It's very hard to love the people who have hurt you, those who abuse you, those who destroyed you. Lift up your voice and say to God, lift up your voice and say to God, lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Say something to God this morning. He is a God of love. Now pray and tell God to give you the help, to empower you with that project, with that business, with that skill, with that innovation, innovation, a thing that you want to do, lift up your voice, that God should help you, God should help you in your career, God should help you in your business, God should help you in your project, God should send help all around, lift up your voice and pray, lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice, pray and also ask God to protect you from evil people, from evil situation, evil environment, evil spirit, evil personality, evil ahead of you, lift up your voice. This is an opportunity to pray, to cancel what you don't know, to 
cancel what they have planned. My father, my father, I declare in the name of Jesus, oh God, let your, your power take control of plans, of schemes, of agendas, of evil one against my life, against my business, against my advancement. In the name of Jesus, we cancel the plans, the gathering of people against us. Lift up your voice. 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 I want to pray the last prayer. My brother, when you know Jesus, the next thing you need to know is to know money. I'm telling you, you want to ask God that whatever your hand has find to do, that is what will give you the money. That God should give you the strength to do with in a different way. Do it with all your heart. If you have not find anything to do, that God should create an opportunity to find something to do. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Father, we pray. And I pray as a pastor, help me. Help me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. As we bring today's message to a close, we hope that the teachings shared have touched your heart and ignited a deeper connection with your faith. May the wisdom and inspiration gained here continue to resonate in your life, guiding you through challenges, strengthening your relationships, and bringing you closer to God. We are ready and just a call away to support, encourage, and walk alongside you. Reach our church line on plus 233-234. 077-788 Follow us via social media at Spirit Life Revival Ministries on Instagram Spirit Life Revival Ministries The Oracle's Place on Facebook and at Spirit Life GH on Twitter You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Spirit Life Revival Ministries for more of such messages Remember, you are never alone until we meet again, may the love, grace, and peace of our Lord be with you always.